to the Learning Outside the Lines podcast. I'm Ann Ryan, your host, homeschool mom of four, and passionate about education and helping our children learn best. In today's episode, I would like to give thanks and remembrance to John Taylor Gatto. He passed away last week on October 25th, and he will be missed by many around the world. For those unfamiliar with Mr. Gatto, he was a true pioneer in the education field and a harsh critic of compulsory education. As a longtime teacher, he saw the inner workings of schools and the effects the system had on children. He was Teacher of the Year in New York twice, and he used that platform to expose the faults and dangers of the system that he worked in. Thankfully, he broke free of that system and he became a huge advocate and a beacon to those bucking the system for something better for their children. I'd like to share one of my favorite quotes of Mr. Gatto's as well as a very popular one of his, and it is, whatever an education is, it should make you a unique individual, not a conformist. It should furnish you with an original spirit with which to tackle the big challenges. It should allow you to find values, which will be your roadmap through life. It should make you spiritually rich, a person who loves whatever you are doing, wherever you are, whomever you are with. It should teach you what is important, how to live, and how to die. Mr. Gatto's book, Dumbing Us Down, was one of my first experiences with exploring the idea of education and what I wanted for my child. And if homeschooling was something that was going to be good for us, and if it was something that I could do. Someone recommended that I read Dumbing Us Down to get a different view of education to kind of help me wrap my head around what homeschooling was and what the current education situation was that I was looking at at as far as my child being in school. Dumbing Us Down, I have to say, was one of those few books that really changed my viewpoint on education. It is one of those books that you could say changed my life. It is filled with harsh criticism, of course, but it really reframes how we think about education. And this isn't to point fingers, and it's not to say teachers don't work hard, and it's not to say teachers don't do the best they can in the situation that they are in. But if you read Dumbing Us Down, you will never look at a classroom the same again. You will never look at institutional education the same again. Mr. Gatto was instrumental in changing a lot of paradigms for people and what education could be for your child versus what the current system was offering. Kind of to sum up what his view was would be one of his quotes saying, School is a 12-year jail sentence where bad habits are the only curriculum truly learned. I teach school and win awards doing it. I should know. And this is one of the premises that he continues with in many of his speaking engagements and his books. He did write more books. He wrote Weapons of Mass Instruction, A School Teacher's Journey Through the Dark World of Compulsory Schooling. He also wrote The Underground History of American Education, as well as A Different Kind of Teacher, Solving the Crisis of American Schooling. And I will link all of these books in the show notes. I have read three of the four of those books and find them very valuable. And they really just key in making you think differently. 
And we as a culture and a society get so stuck in we've always done it this way or we turned out fine. You know, we survived school. But the way Mr. Gatto frames some of these things, it's almost like shame on you. Shame on you for thinking that way because it really, in many cases, is very harmful for many children. And he really is able to frame what education can be, what it should be for children, better than many people that I have heard. Another one of his quotes, the primary goal of real education is not to deliver facts, but to guide students to the truths that will allow them to take responsibility for their lives. And also, I feel ashamed that so many of us cannot imagine a better way to do things than locking children up all day in cells instead of letting them growing up knowing their families, mingling with the world, assuming real obligations, striving to be independent and self-reliant and free. I totally agree with this. I know it sounds harsh, it sounds rigid, but that's exactly what institutional education is. It's very rigid. One of the things that he talked about a lot was that when kids did have the opportunity to dive deep into a subject, if they were really deeply into a conversation about a literary work or a current event, the bell would ring and they would automatically have to cut off that conversation, cut off that deep thinking and move on to the next subject where it would start all over again. They would potentially become very involved in a science project or a a different conversation. And once again, the bell would ring and they would have to close up their books and move on to the next thing. And this is what he says is one of the reasons why kids shut down. They shut down because they think, what's what's the good? I try to get involved in some subject. I really want to dive deeper. I want to learn more about it, but I can't because I only have this short amount of time to work on it and I need to move on. And he goes on to criticize others assigning grades to children for work that they really should be evaluating themselves. One of his quotes again is, the lesson of report cards, grades, and tests is that children should not trust themselves or their parents, but should instead rely on the evaluation of certified officials. People need to be told what they are worth. And again, this is why grades have long been criticized, but yet they persist. Even though we know and research has been done and over and over we've been given examples and proof of our own children or people we know that grades and evaluation can be harsh. It can be detrimental to a child's learning. It can be very worthless in many cases. Yet we persist in following the same path that we always have just because someone hasn't pushed hard enough to make changes or not enough people have decided that it's not working. Which is a bit ridiculous because over and over you will read in research, you will hear in speeches that the system is broken, but it continues on. Despite this seemingly endless road of roadblocks, John Taylor Gatto spoke countless times. He continued to speak. He continued to write. He continued his work, even though it seemed, I'm sure, quite helpless at some points. 
but he continued on being an advocate. And that's what we as homeschoolers and parents need to do. We need to continue being an advocate. We cannot give up. We cannot lose hope. We cannot quit when the struggle is difficult or when our friends or other people in the community are telling us, no, that's wrong, that won't work. We need to continue on as an advocate, just like Mr. Gatto did. We need to instill hope. We need to instill inspiration. We need to instill motivation. And we need to instill passion in what we know works for our children, works for other children, and what can work for the society as a whole. Not being homeschooling specifically, but a reevaluation of education and what it really is, and the fact that children and adults can learn better in very different ways than institutional education and compulsory education. So even though Mr. Gatto is no longer with us to be that advocate, his voice will live on his, through his works and through us, the people that he's touched, the people that he's influenced, the children that he has helped. And to close, children allowed to take responsibility and given a serious part in the larger world are always superior to those merely permitted to play and be passive. So I hope you will continue on with your mission and your inspiration to educate your children how you think is best and share that message with others. Until next time, don't be afraid to go outside the lines.